What's up, folks? I want to make a video about chase items. These were brought up during Bay Class podcast with Chris Wilson, and one of the things that I kind of felt that was coming from the podcast was Chris was asking the community give feedback in a lot of these situations, and one of those things that I feel very passionate about is what is a chase item. So, to describe what a chase item is, I first must describe what type of player I am. So the beginning of this video is going to be going over what type of Path of Exile player I am so that I can explain what to me is a chase item. This is in no way saying anyone is right or wrong, or the way that you play is wrong and the way I play is right. It is not. You play how you want to play, I'm going to play how I want to play, and we're all going to enjoy the game. Right? That's the end goal here. But the reality is that there was a question of, okay, what is a chase item? Because it... The community, as far as my chat is concerned, has been going far and back as to defining a chase item being very difficult. And I think a lot of us are using the term chase, but meaning different things with it. So I want to start at the very beginning of what type of Path of Exile player I am, and then define to me what is a chase item. Maybe it helps somebody, maybe it doesn't. Either way, I just want to get my thoughts out of my head and into something that I can point people at and be like, this is a chase item to me. Once again, not right, not wrong, just my personal opinion. I've been playing Path of Exile since January 25th of 2013, so I've been playing a long, long time. I've also been a massive fan of Diablo 1 and Diablo 2, games like Last Epoch, Grim Dawn, many, many action RPGs. I've enjoyed the hell out of them, and I am very much a incredibly lazy player. So, let me explain how I play Path of Exile and the things that I've done around that theory. When I play Poe, I think of a character, a skill, uh, something that is exciting to me, and I start a character based around that idea. So, I have usually gotten my characters around 93 to... 86 depending on if a character works or not i got one 100 that was just a sheer happenstance of something i did last league and other than that they're usually not very what i would be considered meta builds they're very kind of off the wall things that i'm just trying to see if things work or if they do or do not according to the support i have 206 hours on the current character uh, 206 days on the current characters on my account, along with any that have not been purged from the database, I delete a lot of my old characters because I don't buy extra space. I'm at the space limit, so when I want to make a new character, I go back and delete other characters. So there is more hours spent on this account than is given to me by support, but that's how many support said I had. I'm also the type of person who defines my playtime on a character or whether or not I want to keep playing it by certain thresholds. So I don't like spending more than 30x on a build. I think if I spend more than 30, 35x, if I'm really enjoying the build, I'm investing too much into one build because I'd rather just go make and start another build. For me, a build is viable and something I can do and keep playing with if it can clear the hidden the feared, things of that nature with one minus mod. So, to this league in Path of Exile, I started with an explosive concoction build as my league starter. It was horrible, the scaling sucked, I got to 88, said no, I'm out, I'm going to move on to something else. I then 
heard that Absolution was buffed, and I thought, okay, well, let me see if I can make a character using Dominating Blow with Battle Mage's Cry Absolution. The build worked. It was doing well. I got to the Awakener Guardians and realized that by the time Dominating Blow had killed the Guardian, I had only spawned one, maybe two Absolutionists, and they were not part of the build. I then tried to tweak the build to make them more apparent in the build, and it didn't work, so I stopped playing the character because I wanted an Absolutionist character, not a Dominating Blow character. Moved on to my next character, which was a Shield Charge General's Cry build. Fantastic build. I did Awakener while looking at the minimap and shooting the shit with my chat. It was great. It did well. I got to the hidden, and because of the way that the skill targets and I couldn't focus damage, when I got a doubled Esh twice in a row and on further attempts, I couldn't get the hidden down. I deemed the build not viable, and I moved on to my next build. This is how I play Path of Exile. I take characters, go to a certain point, test them against the content that I deem to be the endgame with that 30x budget, and if it doesn't work, and I put a little bit more into it, I tweak the passive tree, try to get more items, it doesn't work, I move on and go to the next character. Now, should every build be able to do the hidden on a 30x budget, deathless, walk in, delete them? That is not what I'm saying, no, that is not how I play. I'm more than willing to die three to four times doing these high-end encounters on my builds because I have the mechanical knowledge of how to do the fight, and I feel like I had the skills to do them. If they cannot do them 30x, I don't want to invest more in the build to make it so that I can delete the boss. I want the challenge of fighting it, not deleting it. That's just, I'm not saying, once again, anyone else is wrong by making insane builds that delete this content. This is just how I like to play the game. I like that weird feedback feeling of failing and going and failing, going and failing and going. It's maybe masochistic of me. When it comes to chasing down items, this is where it comes, the, the weird disconnect I have with Path of Exile. So, I, as a huge fan of Diablo 2... I have, in my repertoire, you know, bookmarked the old D2 drop rate calculator. I can look up the drop rate of Herald of Zacharoom from Andariel and know that I have to kill Andy 3,909 times to get the probability within my side to be able to drop a Herald of Zacharoom. I love this kind of stuff. This stuff is fantastic to me. So, last league, what I did was I spent 60 hours... Of my time, I bought every single tier 14, 15, 16 random map from my chat that had quit the league. I bought a thousand of them, and I ran ultimatums back to back to back for 60 hours on multiple separate days to try to get myself a pair of hate forges. It didn't work out. I got 20 trial masters, I got 12 glimpses of chaos, 2 scepters, 6 nothings, and I was averaging 50 maps, but I did have a dry streak of 107 and 137, and those were back to back. Do I consider Hateforge a chase item? Yes, except, and I'll get to that in a second, not with these rates. And that is where the current problem I have with chase items in Path of Exile is. So, let's look at my, oops, wrong character, let's look at my current character that I'm playing with, and I'll explain to you what, to me, is a chase item. 
because a chase item does not have to be a hate forge. It does not have to be something with massive amounts of value. What a chase item to me is... I'm still on the wrong character. This guy. Whoops. I was looking at, looking at things all sorts of screwy. What a chase item to me is, is an item that gives me direct power over my character's power progression, and I can obtain it in some way. So, if we look at my current characters, once again, I play so, 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 softcore trade, apologies, and I can buy items. This will be vastly different for someone who is on Solo Found, or on Hardcore, or whatever have you, who can buy items from doing content. And how they do their content. For me, I don't chisel. I don't sextant. I don't use fragments. I don't use scarabs. I don't use any kind of atlas strategy. At best, I put in watch stones that make interact interesting content for me. So like ritual stones last league, I use them because I just like ritual as a mechanic and I enjoy doing ritual, right? So I don't use any of these things. The reason I have no chisels is because I sold them for, to buy fusings. The reason I have no sextants is because I sold them to buy fusings. This, this chest is cursed. It's currently eaten like 15x worth of fusings. It's very painful. That's another problem for another time. But I am a very, very, very lazy Path of Exile player. I play seven hours a night, seven days a week for streaming, and I make pretty good exalts for what I need. I can make a 30x character in a week, no problem at all. Because I just out and go. I don't sit around in any pretense in my hideout of just doing other stuff. I just go. And yes, I have no currency right now because this chest is eating all of it just to link. I could have bought the chest for 5.5x, but here's where we get into chase items. Mjolnir, currently, was about 10c when I bought it. It's come up a little bit there. Not a chase item. Indigon. I know it drops from Shaper. It could be a chase item. The problem is that this character needs this to go do Shaper. So I would have to chase it on my previous character, and that's fine. Currently, though, on trade, Indigon is 10c. So I'm not going to go chasing down Awakener for 10c. And this would be a different situation in SSF if I was looking for this item. Maybe I would go chasing him down. Maybe it would be a chase item. I can't speak to that. I hate SSF playstyles. Which is weird if you consider my the way I just talked about the way I play games. Xeria's Foible drops somewhere, wherever. It's another item that's 10c, not a chase item. Shaper's Touch, once again, is not a chase item for me in this state, but as something I like to do, which I don't think I have... I sold them all this league. I love buying the market out of an item and just valuing them all for curse on hit, or in my previous one, I got power charge on crit on my weapon. I'm probably going to buy out every millionaire in the, the current market and corrupt them to see if I can get fortify on hit. I don't want to buy an item of that value. I would rather buy all the ones that aren't and corrupt them and just see if I can get what I want. I chase the fortify on hit. So not a highly valuable item. Something like Fortify Hit on Millionaire or something like Elemental Weakness Shaper's Touches. They're not that hard to come by. 
but I'm going to chase that little string because it means that I'm directly influencing my line of power. On my build, the two things that could be chased would be a Prism Guardian, which is about 1x right now, and a 6-link Ivory Tower. Now, how do these become chase items? They are not currently chase items, but they could be, and here's why. Prism Guardian drops everywhere, right? It drops no matter where I go, there is a chance it could drop, as far as I know. If Prism Guardian was an item that dropped from all shielded bosses in the game at a much higher rate, let's say all shielded uniques dropped from all shielded bosses, then I could use, and remember, I don't use Scarabs, but I would use a unique Scarab, the unique Increasement Scarab, on maps that have shielded bosses on my previous character knowing I was going into a Prism Guardian character to get me this item. One thirtieth of the value of my build, as in I spend 30x on a build and one thirtieth of it is in this shield, I would totally go farm that and I would probably be double corrupting or corrupting them in general because I like doing that. I like making temples and double corrupting items so that I can use them for my own benefit. I like gaining power for me by my own hand. So if I was able to get a Prism Guardian from a shielded boss, I would go do that. That would be a chase item for me. Same thing with the Ivory Tower. The Ivory Tower for me as a trade player is not a chase item because the power is in the six link. So in the current state, even in Soul So Found, I would not consider an Ivory Tower to be chase because having it is not where the power is. It's in having a six linked version of it. If Awakener 5 to 8 as you progress through the difficulties of Awakener all the way to 9, had a higher and higher and higher probability of giving you a 6-linked Ivory Tower as a drop, I would be way more willing to farm Awakener. But, and this goes back to this, the ultimatum grind. When Ziri Uber came, when Uber Ziri came out, I grinded her for the acuities. When Shaper came out, I grinded him for a Starforge. When Awakener first came out, I grinded the hell out of him because I wanted a um, savior. It was really expensive at the time, and I wanted one. What did I do? I took the white, white map cheese, and I did him back to back to back to back, Like I think like 200 times. I wasn't keeping count, but I did a lot of it. I got a savior on the 50th, and I think the 115th. I was farming other stuff as well, but the savior was what I wanted. And the moment I got the savior, I restarted and made another character using the savior. It was fantastic. So, why am I saying that? I was able to farm him rapidly. Rapidly within, I think, a, it took me about 30 minutes as... Was that the shortest? I think it was about 30 minutes was the shortest I could get between Awakeners. With the Trial Master... It was three hours, and I didn't even know if I was going to fight him between those three hours. So every three hours on average, but the longest streak was, I think, 14 hours between Trial Master fights. And thus, it didn't. It was no longer chase. I was hoping to fight a thing that I didn't know where it existed. And the analogy we kind of came up with uh, on about this is, 
Let's say you are on one side of Canada and you start running through the Canadian forest to the other side and you get halfway through Canada and a Mountie stops you and goes, yo, mate, what are you doing? You're going to go, well, I'm chasing a moose. He's going to look at you and go, oh, wow, you've seen a moose. He goes, no, I'm not, I haven't seen a moose yet. I just know that if I run through this forest long enough, I might run into a moose. You're not chasing anything if you don't know where it is. You have to perceive something as being catchable to be able to chase it. So things like prism guardians could be chase items if I knew where they came from. Things like a six-link ivory tower could be a chase item if, by increasing the difficulty of an encounter, I was more likely to get it. An indigon or a shaper's touch, they could be chase items, but in the current state of trade, 10c is not chase-worthy. But that doesn't mean that it has to be hateforge levels or headhunter levels or mirror levels or anything like that. One thirtieth of my build is chaseable and this this brings me down to the final point which is harvest was a chase item harvest in itself to me was a chase item i in the ritual league made more characters than i've ever made more wacky builds than i've ever made and i did not trade for my harvest i farmed them myself there was a couple i did with chat that i you know somebody in chat needed one that i had that i had something they needed and we traded back and forth couple here and there i'm not a big streamer i don't have a massive chat it's it's a handful of times that i did it but i loved the feeling of looking at my gear and going hmm you know if i got that cold resist to like 24 instead of 14 it would allow me to maybe change this all resist to something else and then okay so i can modify this ring slightly maybe get like a tier 3 cold resist and then I could modify this. Maybe I can get another strength roll on my belt. That would be a little bit better. And I love that. I love that feeling of being able to chase those small little upgrades here and there to modify my gear to be slightly better. I did not have any tier six tier one items. I did not have any six tier two items. I made really weird butchered two, three tier items because I, once again, am a very lazy player. I wanted stuff that unlocked the potential of my build to the level that I can do the content of the game and still be challenged. I don't want to instigive anything, right? That's not what I want to do. That's why I make really weird builds. So, is there chase items in Path of Exile currently? Yes. The Zoff's blood, the beginning of the league, I needed. I wanted a Zoff's heart for my explosive concoction character. I bought breach stones trying to get it. I didn't get one. Sucks to be me. When I when the bottle faith was big, I bought cortexes to try to get one. I got one on the sixth one. I lost two exalt doing that, but I had a lot of fun doing it. I was chasing a bottled faith. The pandemonius that comes from breaches of toll. Same thing. I didn't buy one. I farmed one. When it comes to items that I can farm, I will always go farm them. Because it's way more exciting for me to have the thing drop. But the excitement level can't drop down. I can't spend three hours between encounters and then not see the encounter. I need to be able to see the fight, feel like I'm always always thinking, ooh, this could be the one. Oh, oh no, nah, next one, next one. And just keep going the moment i have time i have three hours of thinking in my head going wow i wonder when i'm gonna fight this guy i'm no longer chasing i'm hoping 
there needs to be a consistent feed of just that energy in my head of go, 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 go. Next one, pull the lever, pull the lever, pull the lever. The machine's hot. Let's get in, get in, get the, get it in there, right? And that's why the Awakener cheese was so good because I could always stay in that state of go, 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 go. That's why farming something like Zoff stones or tool stones is so good because you could just go, 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 go. Back-to-back -back cortexes, you can go, 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 go. So when Chris asked, is it a targetable system? Yes, it is targetable farming to a degree. Because even in harvest, every time I went into a harvest, I was excited to see if I could do add or remove a fire or add or remove life or whatever I could do because I could maybe get that tier two roll or get that tier three roll and then unlock the potential of the rest of my gear. I was always chasing the next step in my gear. With the current state of Path of Exile, more and more of these chase things are being diluted. I feel like instead of being given $10 bills to get to 100 bucks over the course of a night, I'm getting gatling gunned with pennies and I, I'm being asked, well, you're getting $100 in the same amount of time, but you're complaining. Yeah, because I don't want to be just rocking around buying power from other people. I don't want to walk through a map and find power for someone else so that I can sell that power to them so that I can then use that currency to buy power from someone else. I want to find power for me. And the one thing I want to preface here is that does not mean I want to play hard mode. I do not want to play hard mode because hard mode will limit my ability to make really weird builds. I look at Path of Exile's amazingly complex skill system, amazing skill trees, and all the things you can do with it and go, I want to make something zany and wacky with that. And the problem is, if I go into a hard mode, I have to look at my gear and make characters from that. I don't want to do that. I want to make characters and get gear for that, right? So it's the, the opposite direction of it. And that requires me to chase items that give me power directly and specifically for my characters, right? Whatever idea I have, I can use the mechanics of the game and trade to make me power. And that is chase. Chase to me is directly giving yourself power in some way. And it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be a major item. One thirtieth of my build would be major chase because that's insane. That's good value. But anyway, that is my point. I hope this ramble is somewhat coherent. I'm sorry if I went off the rails anywhere. I tried to cover as much as I can with everything I could cover. And that's, that, that's just the way I play the game. The way I play the game is very grind intensive. I love grinding. I love repetitive, zonked out grinding and getting the, the one thing I want for it, the reward I want for it, the, the item I want for it. If I could farm towers and know that I can get a shavs within four to seven hours by getting div cards, oh, I'd go do that all the time. I've tried it. It doesn't work. Um, it, it took me like two days to get a Shavs last time, and that's like 15 hours. That's way too much chase in terms of time. I still, I, I want to know that when I kill something, there is, in that moment, there is a chance. I want that little bit of hope, and I want to take it away. I want the hope taken away, hope taken away, over and over again, very, very rapidly. I don't want to aimlessly wander. I want to chase that high right? That's the point. That's the important part. 
and what makes a chase item for me. Hopefully this was not too incoherent. If it was, leave any comments or questions or anything down below. Once again, you're not wrong. I'm not wrong. This is not a factual statement. This is how I play the game, where I'm coming from, and what I like to do with my items. Thanks for listening. Hopefully it was okay. Have a lovely one.